It's Natasha. And Casey. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 66th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, to you, the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about whether love is only transactional or if it can work out a different way. But before we dive deep into this subject, we have a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio? In fact, you Woken Free is on 22 plus platforms. So if okay. you want to know all the platforms we're on, you've got to go to WokenFree.com and you can subscribe, subscribe, subscribe away. Next, have you shared an episode? If not, please do. Do it on social media. Share it from the website. Again, go to WokenFree.com and you can share, share, share away. Next, have you hollered at us on social media? If not, always feel free to find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Woken Free. Again, all our social media handles on the website. See where I'm going with this, guys? Then lastly, have you reviewed our our shows? If not, feel free to pick the platform of choice that you want. Maybe you want to review us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, or any other platform we're on. Go to WokenFree.com, pick your platforms of choice, and review, review, review away. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what was our favorite weather. This week, we're sharing, would we rather get a surprise or a gift chosen for us? So, someone has holidays on the mind. Uh... (laughs) Speak for yourself, lady. Lady, okay, sir. (laughs) For me, uh, I'm a Virgo. Uh, Guys, Woken Free Nation, I love planning everything from what I'm going to wear to what I'm doing in the next hour. So I'm not really a fan of surprises. I actually prefer selected gift lists that I can share via email. How about you? (laughs) Via email. Wow. Yes. I would say that minds change over time. When I was younger, I think I liked getting surprises. That was really fun. But now I'd say a list is a lot better because then you know what to expect and you get what you want. No complaining word shout out to marcia <laughs> <laughs> our very own santa <laughs> so with that i think uh we've riveted our the woken free nation and we're able to start the show with the first question which is if you guys are a fan of the facebook watch show the red table shout out to will smith the smith family uh jada her her daughter her mom they have this amazing show called the red table if you haven't watched you guys are like under a rock get out of the rock and go and watch the show and on the new season uh recently they had an episode where jada's husband will smith joins And they really dive deep into their relationship and they talk, one of the things they talk about is how love can be transactional in nature. And uh, people will love you if you do X, Y, Z, and people will also love you if you don't do X, Y, Z, right? And and I thought it was a very interesting conversation that I thought we needed to definitely bring to the Woken Free Nation. So, you know, I really want to know, is Will Smith right? Is love really just a transaction between people or... Is there such a thing as unconditional love or love without transaction? Well, it depends on 
the people we're talking about, are we talking about between significant others? Mm -hmm. Because then I think we do have to talk about the idea of conditional versus unconditional love. Mm. And according to the power of oneness, conditional love is a polarized emotion, meaning it has an opposite emotion. Mm -hmm. Hatred is the opposite of love. You know, loving someone conditionally means we tend to want them to look, act, and think in ways that fit our expectations. Mm -hmm. It's very, like, selfish of, of us. Mm -hmm. You know, if it focuses on control, I feel this conditional love is fueled by transactions because we want, you know, we want certain things in return. Mm -hmm. And we expect certain things out of them. That's So if you're in, like, a conditional love relationship, that, I think, would make it more transactional. Unconditional love, though, is neutral and has no opposite polarity. It comes from within, and we all have it. It means committing to expressing respect, kindness, and cooperation to everyone and everything in our environment. It goes beyond just your partner. Now, it's not just aimed at that one person. It's kind of like a all, everything, you know, with the mm -hmm. universe, basically. I think most people are conditionally loving their partners, though, because many have to, like, quantify why they love them, mm -hmm. and they can't just say... You know, I love you the way you are, like that Bruno Mars song. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he explained it. That that would be more of unconditional love, just loving yeah. somebody for who they are and not for specific things that you want them to be and want them to do. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting. When I think about this subject, as a child, I definitely believed in the idea of unconditional love, that you could just love someone without uh, needing anything in, ba in return and just like kind of like... You know, you would think your parents unconditionally loved you, or if you found the love of your life, it would be unconditional love. But in re in theory, I think it's a beautiful concept, but in reality, I think all relationships have some type of transaction that's taking place, because kind of like what you're saying, people are have needs out of relationships, and so those needs turn into what? Into transactions. And people don't just love for love's sake, because are you going to love someone who's beating the shit out of you, or are you going to love someone who's abusing you, or are you going to love someone who's violating your boundaries, and you're just going to keep loving them, because, you know, what are you, like, real-life Jesus? Like, mm, no. <laughs> people have boundaries. People have limitations. So, ultimately, I don't know if unconditional love really exists, but, um, you know, I, I did come across some interesting information a i just need to say this because who has a website called realitysandwich.com amazing that's tasty love it guys check it out wokenfree.com so the uh, the writer in this on this article on realitysandwich.com writes nearly a half a century ago the christian apologist c.s lewis wrote a book called the four loves he carved up the terrain of this subject into four quarters based on the words the ancient greeks used for love equated with eros I think that's how you say that, <laughs> or sexual love, family love, friendship, and agape, or unconditional love. And this makes sense up to a point. Ancient Greek, unlike today's English, didn't have to make one single word to cover everything from the highest sentiments manageable to just plain old lust. So even the Greek delineation of four loves is perhaps as arbitrary as those of any other language. And the author, the author went on to believe that they believe that love can be divided into two major kinds, transactional love and unconditional love. Much of the suffering we experience comes from our failure to tell the two apart. And the author continues to say the transactional love is based on bargains, things in reciprocation, and keeping inner accounts. Practically everything we call love falls under this category. And the problem is that we fail to recognize this fact and sometimes refuse to acknowledge it. And, and you can read more if you just, again, read and go to WokenFree.com. You can 
can click on the link uh, and uh, read what the author has to say. Very interesting article, but I tend to agree with the author. I think that in practicality, unconditional love would result in abuse and suffering <laughs> because you would be loving past uh, points to protect yourself. And I don't know if that's neither healthy nor necessary. That in, depends in on the relationship, though, not... The, you can you're, abuse in relationships. Yeah, you can abuse but you're in just, friendship. You can abuse in your, parent child. Which, which like, you, yeah, but what, what type of abuse we're talking about? If we're talking about like serious physical and emotional any abuse, abuse, any abuse, that's not so. any. Not everybody's doing that to their partner. Like that's not, not everyone's doing it. But what I'm saying is the <laughs> idea of unconditional love. You could actually opens it do, up to that though, right? Because if you're saying that you're supposed only to say if it for, exists though, yeah, like only if it exists. If if you if you go under that guise, then a parent. If you say I have to love my parent no matter what, if they rape you. If they steal from you, you're still loving them. See, you could you could have abuse in every type of relationship. That's why I don't think well, unconditional love is actually appropriate. The really. only thing <laughs> is, you can love somebody, but that doesn't mean you have to live with them. That doesn't mean you have to what like them. What are you them. loving if you can't have a relationship with them? You love like their the idea, yeah, the idea of them and that they can get better, stuff like that. Like they're a fictional book. No, but you can you can improve <laughs> them. Like there's something like they're clay that you can mold. Like and a rag doll. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Galil. No, but I'm just saying, you can love somebody so without being So you think the idea them. of unconditional love is a reality that's actually practiced? Always. No, um, yeah, sometimes it is. Just cause, just <laughs> Obviously not from his perspective, guys. <laughs> <laughs> only in theory, we're talking only theory here. <laughs> no, there's definitely, and most of those people in like long distance relationships, they gotta have some type of unconditional love. They don't even know what their partner's doing. They're just You're hoping so for the best. You're so foul, it's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true, though. Are you even taking this conversation seriously? <laughs> <laughs> this is serious stuff. Seriously serious. Oh, okay. I see where you're going with this. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, if you say so. Okay, so in your life, who has unconditionally loved you? Who has unconditionally loved me? Yeah. Well, your parents are supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're not going anywhere with this question. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just saying that some people do give unconditional love. Just and no one you know or you are able to <laughs> offer. No, I had, uh, oh, well, I, I think I had like a pen pal when I was younger. That unconditionally loved you? I don't know. That I mean, you don't it was from a distance. <laughs> from a distance, so it must have been unconditional What about dogs? Love. Do you think animals, maybe pets can unconditionally? No, not, now, I get into that later. They're one species that never does that. They're, okay. the, wor they're the worst betrayers of that. <laughs> they, I mean, so, yeah, they, they don't I, have the I capability. Mean, as a child, I actually believed in unconditional love, and as an adult, I would say, given how people have treated me and how I've, and how I've seen other people get treated... I don't, I don't know if it exists in reality because I think people, I think Will Smith is right. I think that people love with certain things in mind. If you give me gifts, if you say the right things, if you do da da, I will love you. And the minute that you don't, and or if the minute you break deal breakers, I no longer love you. To me, then it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's a reality. Or if it is, it's a very, very few amount of people who are able to execute it. Well, probably the monks, they, they know how to practice that. They well, because they don't have love. any wants from things from people. So, <laughs> they see, respect everything. Yeah, and if care you have for no equally. want for anything, then yeah, you could love something because you don't want anything out of it. But if you they want respect something, and care for it equally, so I guess that would be mm. that's one way. How can you get your needs out of a relationship without it becoming transactional in nature? Uh, 
again, I, I don't see how you can differentiate. If you need something out of a relationship, then that to me lends to you gotta it. Give something. Yeah, right? it becomes a <laughs> transaction. If I need to be respected, then thus I need to give respect. If I need to be uh, motivated, then that thus means I need to motivate. So it's, again, it seems, you know, well, it's not, it's tit not, for tat. Yeah, like, but it, it doesn't have to be the same way. Meaning, it doesn't have to be the same way, no. Yeah, you, you might just pay somebody to motivate you. You could, yeah. You could pay somebody to coach you. Yeah, absolutely. But in a relationship, if you're looking for both parties, I would assume, even if it comes down to, even if you're not like in a monogamous relationship, but even just on like casual dating, you know, I want sex. I want, you know, money. I People have wants. How do you? Well, if they want a good time. A very good time. No, not that good. <laughs> no, not that good. Happy ending time. No, they're not going to a massage parlor. Excuse you. Neither I mean... <laughs> are you. <laughs> Neither are you. They're not going to some, you know, strange place where they do strange things. That you have nothing to know about. They're going to about. professional masseuse. Not not you. Not anytime No, professional soon. masseuse, they're really professional. Good for you. And good for you, too. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know they come to your home. They bring their own table. You do realize we're having our show now. <laughs> I'm telling you how... And I'm trying to tell you how it's unconditional love. So you think masseuses are able to give <laughs> unconditional love glow? <laughs> well, some of them can, yeah. Oh, I'm not talking about to their clients, but I'm saying it in their relationships. They understand oh, that even better. Jesus, no one's taking this seriously now. <laughs> <laughs> good job, guys. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A very good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Okay, so if love is only transactional, which I think you are agreeing to without saying so, uh, in nature. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get that from. I wonder. I wonder. Is that a bad thing? I mean, I guess it only would really work if the the actual transactions are, are being weighted like the same. They got to be weighted differently. So... Like if somebody buys roses, you can't say the other partner's got to do the same thing just to get love back. That's what I feel. Oh, interesting. So you're saying it's fine as long as the actions like equal for like of importance to what each other need in the relationship. Well, actually, yeah, right? actually, I mean they 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 need to be weighted the same. Yeah, they need to be kind of like you you doing an action. It doesn't matter how grand or large. It's an action on its own. That's just, it, so kind of like it you, shows that you care about the person. You do tech stuff, and then in in return, I'll feed you good food. <laughs> <laughs> That's but you one would, way. but you wouldn't expect for me to have to give you tech stuff in yeah. return, kind of. Yeah, thing. like that. Yeah, gotcha. Both, both partners don't gotta, or both people involved in this don't have to supply the same thing to the relationship. But does it, like, at what point can it get weird, like, in the sugar daddy scenario where it's just like, I'll spend time with you and you just smile or have a happy ending or, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's their relationship. They that's have what to decide what the, okay. That's not living love, though. I, that's a whole different thing. That's definitely not love. Nobody would argue that. That's not about I love. I don't know. I mean, that's listen, about spending listen, time. Welcome Free Nation, if any of you participate in nope. that scenario... And you want to talk about your experience. I would be fascinated to hear that, to be No honest. one's going to tell you that, but in their right mind, that that's love. That's all about getting <laughs> cash and then getting... Yep. 
Okay. Uh, I would say I don't think it's bad if 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 love ultimately is more on the transactional side and not really on the unconditional side. I don't think it's a bad thing because I think that so much of life is transactional. You wake up, you decide to hear a cat, you decide to, you know, uh, buy a car, you, you build a family. Like everything we're doing is some type of... Uh, some type of like transaction or action. So uh, why would love be any different? Exactly. I guess that's the way to think of it. <laughs> well, what's the impact of operating under love as a transactional type system? So ultimately, I think, A, it makes us all a bit more cynical as people. And then uh, I would also say it, if you really thought about it, it probably would make our relationship seem a bit more fragile than we would want them to be. And people would probably feel like they have a lot less safety uh, <laughs> with their relationships. Because, again, if you ultimately think about it, if you do X or don't do X, then that person you love might no longer be there. And that could be quite unsettling and also... You know, the, the other side of the coin, because there's always two sides or three sides to a story, is that, you know, if you know the rules of the game, then you can master the game for which you're playing, thus be woken free. So I think if people understand that, like, that's what love is, then, you know, get your ducks in a row and play the game. But what if somebody gets, like, terminally ill and they can't provide mm -hmm. actions in return for actions given by their significant other? What happens then? They're just screwed then? Hopefully they prepaid. <laughs> oh, alright, so if they paid it forward far enough, then they're okay, you're saying? Well, see, then that becomes, see, so that's an interesting that's question. That's where it comes, that's where so you So when test. someone is, yeah, so when someone's terminally ill, and then the other person really has to do more in the relationship and than the other nothing person in return. can, then that becomes, a, that begs the question, do you, are you doing that because of past actions? Are you doing that because you unconditionally love them? Well, it's definitely because of past actions. I think it's, it's yeah, not I think random, it's, like, because yeah. then you could just go to anybody in a hospital and just, you care know, take care of them. Yeah. And people don't do that for some reason. Maybe that's the, that's where unconditional love can live, but I mean, that's a very See? gloomy, be like, when you're dying, that's what I'll unconditionally love But then, love then, you. then that asks, then that makes it seem maybe you had unconditional love all along if you were willing to go without the transaction. But it only still got be there. tested, though. Once. Yeah, now you only got to see it once so then, they're gone. Yeah, see how so that's funny, though? That's interesting. That's, that's the true point, test, though. though, to know if it with what you're there for. That's a hell of a test, Khalil. <laughs> well, it's also a ride or die moment. I mean, hey. there's other moments, too. We can go into, if, if like, some sort of, like, Kidnapping. A crime, yeah, if a, car, if a crime's occurring... Do you side with your partner and help them get away, or do you side with the the arm of the law, the not long arm of the law? Not something to talk about on a podcast for sure. <laughs> if you're going to be Bonnie and Clyde in that stuff all the way home, laughing straight to the bank about it, you got to think okay, about that. Okay, sir. <laughs> okay, sir. Let's not get out of control, guys. But it's definitely a question at hand, though. That's interesting, and that's a really good point. So, yes, yeah, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe unconditional love does exist. I mean, I thought so as for many years, and then I realized I looked around at everyone and was like, "This is fascinating." <laughs> <laughs> because it no, because literally, it's like do this or or people don't. You know, they don't. They're here. They drop out. You know, and it's it's like interesting. But well, you, everybody's got the deal breakers. Everybody. Except for Jada and Will, they say that they imploded their relationship and they actually have no deal breakers, that they're ride or die and they'll always be together forever. So I hope because they made that public statement on Facebook, 
that they hopefully they stay true to it. <laughs> yeah, I hope they can because it would be nice to see a power couple stand the test of time. Uh, since so many in Hollywood seem to really struggle with that, but but what if Snickerdoodle forgot to take out the trash and do the dishes? Would that be the end of the love? No, you just beat them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally oh. kidding, guys. Oh, we Woken Free oh. Nation. No violence against people, especially your partner in life, is not okay. But you will have to a have a conversation with your snickerdoodle and really let let out your frustration about not <laughs> having home, you know, activities take place because that's not cool, snickerdoodle. Oh. who's calling them each other that? Um, I think that's the N word now. Lies and fairy tales you tell. That's what everyone's... They're Lies. saying it in, the, in this brand spanking new music that's been coming out. Brand spanking? What are you, born in 1932? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> youngsters are saying it. Yeah, it's, it's the hip thing to do. Guys, you would think that he wasn't a millennial, right? Like, he... <laughs> I don't consider myself a millennial. Good, good for you, because you still are. <laughs> no, I could be a Gen X, too. It depends. And now I depends could be who's an Depends de who's defining yes. it. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, young one. All right, pad one. No. <laughs> Older one is the correct term. 17 days, guys, 17 days. <laughs> <laughs> do, so ultimately, do you agree with love being transactional? More transactional than not? Uh, even though you did just identify a case where unconditional love can exist and does exist for people? Yeah, I mean, I guess love is usually more transactional, but... It's got a, sometimes it's unconditional and there are a group of people just like I was describing earlier that definitely have this type of relationship where it's unconditional love, where mm -hmm. a person will give even when a partner can't give as much back. But generally people want, you know, they want something in return, right? They want the best bang for their buck when they're <laughs> in this relationship. So it's going to have to be, there's going to have to be some transactions between them if you look at it in terms of that. There really is going to have to be a back and forth. It can't just be one-sided. I, mm -hmm. I don't know how that would be sustainable, mm -hmm. even over the long term. It's yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that would work otherwise. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that it's okay as long as you know part both parties in the relationship understand again the rules of engagement of their relationship, and that they are getting what they need out of relationships. I think every relationship we have requires energy. Uh, blood, sweat, and tears. And so when we're committing to these things, we've got to make sure that we're committing to something that we want and that we're getting what we want out of it. And it and you don't have to give an exact, like, one for one in the sense of he gives this, I need to give the exact thing. You give what you want to give and what you're good at in the relationship and the other person hopefully does the same. But ultimately, it's, it's a give and a take and it's not one-sided, which I think really is important to talk about in friendships and, and love romantic relationships and even parent-kid relationship, guys. A lot of these parents out here have these crazy thinking where they're like, well, I brought you here and I'll take you out. Or, you know, <laughs> I'm going to get old and you're taking care of me. And, you know, and it's like, well, I don't know about you, but I didn't declare myself a slave today. So, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, just because you're old doesn't mean you get everything you want. Uh, same thing for the youngsters, guys. Just because you're young doesn't mean you get everything you want. But it is a point of just talking about what, what you... And just have clear communication <laughs> with your partners and, and people that you have relationships with. 
Are there certain love relationships that work well with a transactional structure? If so, what do you think those relationships are? Uh, interesting. So I would say, like, probably romantic, because that, I think, makes the most sense. Uh, Parent-kid relationships, I don't necessarily think work the best under that. I think they should be more unconditional in nature, because parents spend like the first 10 to 12 years of their kid's life really making them the kid that they are so you know they're probably giving more to them than the kid is giving back i mean you know cute smiles and farts don't really pay the bills so you know they're not really (laughs) you know it's not really supporting the household so you know i i would say probably i would hope that parents could have more unconditional love to their kids, but it's, I don't know, do parents, are they going to love their kid if they don't listen to them and don't take out the trash and cuss them out and, you know. Good parents are. Burn houses and steal cars. Good parents are. I don't have those parents. So (laughs) (laughs) my parents were, kept me on a very strict regimen and uh, not to say that if I deviated from the path, they wouldn't love me, but I know that I wouldn't be open, like welcome with open arms. So, yeah, so I would say ultimately love relationships, probably friendships as well work well for this because, again, a friendship like any other relationship, (laughs) you got to give and take. And so I think that works well for transactions. How about you? Yeah, definitely the friendship and the children Mm -hmm. with parents. That's definitely transactional. Mm -hmm. And I think another good one is between animals and pets Mm. because it's you feed the pet. And then the pet lets you hold their furry little self. That's how it goes. It's like a... A.K.A. he's talking about his cat, guys. <laughs> yeah, the same thing with dog. You can hold a 200-pound dog, too. I mean, that's your friend. Larlies. Larly. You can hold your Great Dane. It's okay. Mm. Mastiff. You know, fun. And yes. then they can also intimidate strangers for you. And then you'll give them an even extra treat for that one. That's exactly why I know you're not taking this seriously at all. Why? Because I'm showing you one transactional love that's definitely very common throughout this planet allows you to attack strangers (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's the that's that's the the transaction it's like here goes your treat filled with peanut butter and you go attack that stranger amazing (laughs) perpetrating violence no but the stranger that was trying to do something strange exactly just like that he agrees Mm mm-hmm here we go yo here we go yo so what so what so what's the scenario Scenario 1. Kathy and Winston have been married for 40 years. For the last 5 years though, Kathy feels Winston is not the same. He has not touched her in the last 8 months and is constantly criticizing her body. Kathy feels that they have been married so long that they must unconditionally love each other. Is Kathy's relationship based off of transactions? Or is Winston just a grumpy old fart? Winston is cheating. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Or is it, is it though? That's nuts. <laughs> you knew I was going to say that too. <laughs> no, I didn't know you were going to say that. I had no clue. You just mind blown. Exactly. Amazing, guys. So, <laughs> I would think after 40 years of marriage that yes, it would be nice to say that your husband will love you no matter what, but you have to know the person you're married to. And <laughs> if he is someone who is superficial and is going to be judging you and you feel like you have to look a certain way 
for, you know, the, the duration of your marriage, no matter how old or tired or bloated you may feel, then you've got to decide if that is the relationship that you want for yourself. And if so, and you've put all this time and effort and blood, sweat and tears into it, then, you know, Kathy, you better, you know, do what you need to do to, to turn things around. Either speak with a therapist, a sex therapist, uh, bring in some toys into the bedroom, do what you need to do. <laughs> but, you know, get things back on track because it sounds like, her hubby here has an issue and uh, they need to deal with it. And uh, it would be a shame to throw away 40 years if, if they've been happy for the past 40 years. Well, yeah, that's the real question, right? Yeah. Have they been, have they been happily married? That's mm. the real question. Or is this just, did this just like pop off five years ago? I mean, when did it really mm. start? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to say. Usually there's some type of inkling in the beginning. There's not True. just like, oh, you turn around and this person's upset with you and acting <laughs> funny. It doesn't happen that quick. It's like little things that build up. So I, I think it's more than Winston being a grumpy old fart. I think they definitely need some counseling and they got to get some stuff together. AKA sex toys. I don't know if that's the answer, <laughs> but they have those like group parties that they can go Excuse to. Excuse you. Yeah. I don't know what Kathy's into. And I don't know what you're into. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Winston? Yeah. <laughs> Winston, why are you talking about Winston so poorly? Yeah. That's really messed up of you. Doggy dog dog. You doing Winston dirty. Mm -hmm. Scenario two. Shola's small business has really taken off after years of hard work. She decides to surprise her wife with a gigantic mansion and a party to boot. When her wife finds out, she freaks out and drives off without telling Shola where she is going. Why was her wife so upset? And what could Shola have done differently? You need to stop watching reality television, Kalil. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where does that go? Why do you say that? I feel like this is right out of a script from Young and Restless. <laughs> <laughs> Which he does not watch, but shout out to Marsha. <laughs> I should write for these things. You should absolutely write for them. That would be amazing. You and your names, Shola. Yeah. All right, don't play the names. You love that part. <laughs> I can't believe you said I that was, about I was, names. I was stuck on Shola. I couldn't even listen to the rest of what you said. said. <laughs> you throw me off with that so many times. Not now. Alice or Jane. Nope, Shola. Alice had been in this scenario before. Thank We've had God. Alice. We've Thank had, God. We may have had Jane. We might have had plain Jane. I believe Jane. you've had... Jane is a lovely We name. might have had plain Jane before. Jane is lovely. Jane Doe. Mm -hmm. that's what you're trying to go for so again we talked about su surprises i don't think surprises are great i think they you know sometimes they put people into cardiac arrest i mean you really just care even if you're getting surprised with the biggest house of your dreams uh, can you just like send a picture first and just say like look what i i want to show you and then that way at least they've seen some type of documentation and then i mean that'd be funny too because what if like you just take them to like burger king or something yeah see <laughs> That's amazing. So you can go out for fast food. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I think she should have probably told her. And, and you know, if her wife was someone who uh, is not going to react well to surprises, like Shola should have known that. So, you know, maybe this surprise, you know, could have gone better. But if Shola's wife doesn't like surprises, then Shola's wife acted as to be expected. No? Exactly. The cat thinks so. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if she should have told her mm. about the mansion. Maybe she could have, um, 
gave her hints like, oh, we got to move or something like that. If she dropped hints about it, maybe I think that would have been enough. So mm -hmm. it wouldn't be such a shock. Like, whoa, this just came out of nowhere. I didn't even know you could buy this mansion. Like, I, that was a little too much. Maybe if she dropped hints first that it was mm. going down. And maybe, like, let her choose where this mansion is. Stuff like that. <laughs> True. And also designing it as well. No, uh, yeah, no. she has no and then, input. Uh, so and then, that's I mean, the this issue. came to mind a little bit later. But, you know, did they have a prenup? Because, I mean, it's nice to show someone a mansion. But if they're not privy to it... Uh... <laughs> Let dies. That's kind of ridiculous. Be Why like, is look that? At, well, if you have a prenup and anything, like if you, depending upon how you designated out your proper, like, because maybe they, maybe Solo already had this mansion and was keeping it from her. Oh wife. no, but like you know, like I don't uh, know. No, in this case, not because she, oh, she bought it during the duration of the marriage. Okay. Well, yeah, because her it was after her her small business really took off. That's okay. when she was able to afford this thing. So definitely, she didn't have it before. She okay. bought it during the marriage, so... But yeah, yeah, I mean, wouldn't you want... Do you want someone to buy you... I, mean, I know you want someone to buy you a house. <laughs> but, uh, you know, do people want houses bought for them or do they want to buy a home with their partner and design it? And mm -hmm. I mean, I personally, like, I would be okay with someone buying me a house. That's, like, awesome because you can always pay for changes, but... Yeah, you can always change a house. Yeah. I think it's fine. It's a little bit controlling, though. It's interesting. Definitely. Scenario three. Valerie has been in thousands of short-term relationships. She says she really wants to find the one, but there is always some issue with the person. One got on her nerves because they would leave used tea bags on the counter. Is Valerie being too nitpicky? And is this transactional love she engages in affecting her relationships? I wonder what Toby has to say about the matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woken Free Nation, welcome to Kitty Cat Nation. Uh... <laughs> Uh, thousands of short-term relationships, really. How old is Valerie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's only 365 days a year. Yeah, she has, she has three different relationships Every day. day <laughs> for four years? <laughs> no, Valerie's she's been doing a this. Pimp. She's been dating for 10 years. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, interesting. So, first of all, tea, tea bags on the counter do suck, and they leave stains, so that's not cool, and that costs money. <laughs> You know, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> that person got to learn. Yeah, you know, I think that that's not unreasonable to ask someone to throw out their trash. I, I mean, we don't live like, what are we, animals? I mean, we have to we have, to have some type of structure in our homes. But if you um, can't love somebody for leaving tea bags, then you have no hope of ever unconditionally loving them in the hard times. Well, that's true. But... <laughs> You think but, tea bags is hard. But maybe she needs to be in a relationship with someone who equally uh, has an affinity to want to put tea bags in the garbage. And that way, that's not going to be one of the things that they bicker about, but actually something of real substance, like Roth IRAs. You know, like <laughs> things of actual substance. But uh, I think what it seems like is Valerie's probably not dating for what she needs, but dating for what she wants. Maybe she's dating people who look hot or people who are satisfying like uh, surface level needs. But if you really want long-term longevity with someone, you have to go beyond the surface and like, what do I really need in a relationship and finding those people? Cause you're not going to have find thousands. You're going to find maybe two to three, like real, like hardcore relationships with people. And at that point, maybe she has a chance of unconditional love. At this point, if she keeps up with what she's doing, yeah, she's just gonna get pissed off about her tea. Well, stop having tea in your house then. Like, <laughs> I mean, really. Like, I mean, that sucks if you're like a tea drinker. But Yeah, see, that's not, that doesn't work out. 
I don't know, put a sign, think, maybe put a label maker You don't think thing she could up. let it go, though, if that person was perfect in every other way? Would you let it go? <laughs> you love a neat house like anybody I know. Well, I'd make that, that person's got to figure out, if they're not going to pick up the tea bags, they got to pay for somebody to do it. Exactly. That's what I say. Exactly. You wouldn't tolerate that either. I'm tolerating it. We just got to negotiate on the terms. With quite the tone. I'm tolerating it. <laughs> quite nicely, as I would say. Quite nicely. So, come on now. I'm being really nice about it. Cheerio, chap. <laughs> no. <laughs> I see somebody's taking this scenario seriously. No expecting that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to help out somebody's relationship here and this is the advice you, you don't give, give them. Them flying hoot. I'm really trying to I'm really concerned for people who are going through this issue right now as we speak. You know this is happening. This is happening to somebody right this so minute. So send a prayer somewhere. and light a candle. Tea bags are being left oh, on snap. a counter. <laughs> Say something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're about to say people are being teabagged left and right. I was waiting for you to myself. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for it. Now we're talking. I was waiting for you to say something crazy. Now we're talking, guys. Yeah. I was waiting for that cray. That cray cray. <laughs> we are. <laughs> That was amazing, guys. Uh, it is the coming of the end of our 66th episode of Woke and, and Free. Lord, this was quite the episode talking about whether love can only be transactional or is there such a thing as unconditional love? And if you miss parts, you know what you got to do. You got to rewind and uh, enjoy the fun as many times as you like. And I always ask, but you know, we'll see if I uh, change it up. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be talking about whether anything is possible. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on our show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode and share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We are also very active on social media, so if you ever have any questions or would love to engage with us, we post all the time. So please find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, at WokenFree. All of our social media handles are available on the website, WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode. Make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.